Welcome, everybody. It's the Sports Hole. No theme song today. I'm traveling, so I'm a bare bones operation. My name is Luke. As with me, with me as always, Maddie Goldberg, XFL Jim. Happy holidays, gentlemen. Happy holidays. Happy, Happy holidays. Of COVID. Yeah. So the big news of the week, Maddie Goldberg down with COVID. He's back. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I had I had one really bad day where I was just not that I thought I was dying, but really bad flu, like very weak. And then the next two days were kind of more mild. And now I feel it's about it's been about 10 days, so I think I'm good to go. Do you know what so, flavor of COVID you had? I don't know, but I would imagine I got the Omicron, which is the new one, which everybody wants. All the kids are getting it. So if you're going to get one, you might as well go out and, and get the Omicron because that's that's the hot one. They should have just called the Omnicore. So it could have been like that uh, the business yeah. in RoboCop. So, but it was I mean, kind of there's know, still a Futurama reference in it. What what happens is when you're done with it, like I'm so restless, I just need to do something because I I don't like doing anything. But when you don't do anything for a week, you get so restless. When they tell you you can't do anything, that's when you want to yeah, go. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm good to go now. I think I'm healthy. Uh, I feel great. I'm glad I survived it, and uh, I just hope everybody who gets it survives it because. It's very inconvenient. It sucks, but it's not a death sentence. I'm still here to gamble yes, and talk about sports. AIDS in the early 90s. You, no. you will survive. Exactly. You're, you're very brave, Maddie. You might you might win uh, ESPN Athlete of the Year now. I think you well, might get an ESPY. If I win an ESPY for Man of the Year, I think if I don't win it, they'll be racist. They'll say that. So uh, anti cool. it's anti-Semitic if you don't win. Very anti-Semitic. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm uh, doing good, and I'm good to see you guys. I love you guys. I missed you guys. Hell yeah. Holidays were a fun time, but I missed you boys too. What'd you get up to? What you been up to, Jimbo? Okay, so holiday season, the whole family kind of gets together. The whole the whole gym family gets together. We uh Christmas Eve is like the big one that we started. So I met up with a couple friends. Uh, at a diner, had a couple Irish coffees, had some good breakfast. It was great. Got driven out to one of our family friends' place. He's a competitive meat smoker. Oh, yeah. So we just had like bratwurst and like hanging steaks. Oh, my God. Fresh off the smoker, fresh off the grill. Some of the, oh. I just like gorged on beer and meat and just felt like shit later. I couldn't go to church. I disappointed my grandma. Yes, you did it all. It's like a triple threat, you know. And then later that night, I double disappointed her because she found me smoking cigarettes and she didn't know I smoked cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you smoke cigarettes. That's so old school. You got to be like the only guy in your generation that smokes cigarettes. Now they're making a comeback. Are they yes, great? No, your accent felt Jim. You know, well, okay. I'm, getting, I'm getting to the age that you talking about meats is, is like sexier than. Oh, dude, it was it was pure like, sex. It, okay. Like his. The hanging steaks and whatnot, and he like whipped out some like uh, hidden Potatoes. hot sauce. No, some hidden mm. hot sauce to dabble on them. Put my mouth on fire. I felt like I was gonna oh, fucking man. die when I took a shit later. So I was up till late, super late, because then uh, later Christmas Eve got together with my friends. We stayed up super late, and then Christmas came. Um, did like brunch with half the family. That was super fun. And then we did uh, 
dinner with the rest of the family. Uh, we just did soups and whatnot, but we went over to my grandpa's grave, did shots wow. of uh, schnapps for him in his what honor. What kind of schnapps? It was butterscotch schnapps that we put on his grave when he was buried this summer. So it's, uh, it's been sitting there since July. Oh, wow. Okay. So hey, can you, you hit- can you explain what schnapps is to the... Uh- well, the... <laughs> the non-middle America people. I mean, you ever seen the movie The Stoned Age? It's hard to like these were homemade schnapps, so it's kind of like moonshine. So it's just basically like yeah. a more syrupy, sweet vodka is how I describe it. It's like a it's imagine like your normal flavored UV vodka. If just add a little bit more syrup and a little bit more sweetness. Yeah, it's kind of weird because before like Fireball, we had hot damn, uh, yeah, which is like a schnapps. And you had peppermint schnapps was big. Butter schnapp, butter, uh, butterscotch is butterscotch good. Schnapps peppermint is super, like yeah. rumble mints is peppermint super. will clear your fucking uh, oh, nose. Well, dude, just watch the movie, cherry uh, is my go to choke yeah. cherry. Stone, the Stone Age is all about schnapps. Is it really? I've watched that movie. That's like a, in California though. And yeah, where they schnapps. trade, they trade, they tried to trade the information about the girl for the peppermint schnapps. Ah. <laughs> Remember the schnapps? And but, then, uh, uh, yeah. Later Christmas, we just basically just got drunk, had soup, and it was an awesome family time. We did white elephant. I got some more jerky what and kind shit. Of that was soup awesome. Do you eat? What kind of soup? Um, the I we didn't make any like my part of the family didn't make any soup because we were hosting yeah. in our in the garage, obviously, mm-hmm. because it's yeah. the garage. Um yeah. so our family brought some soup. We had chili, uh potato, nice. cream nice. potato soup, and wow. um chicken noodle. And yeah. did Santa bring you anything nice? Uh just so it was actually the most mundane Christmas gifts I've ever fucking received. Just some work shit, like some work I'm gloves sorry. and work pants. It was awesome. That's why I needed that shit. But maybe, maybe some nose beers would have been nice. Uh, some, maybe some, uh, maybe some spray paint was always appreciated. But uh, afterwards, after Christmas, got together with my friends. We got drunk and very high and watched Shrek the Musical. Nice. How was that? Very. It was way better than I thought it would be. You run into girls at the bar that think you're still living in LA. Um, I bet. Um, so I'll have my high school class reunion, my 10 year coming up next year. Oh, yeah. Okay. I bet there's people there that I literally haven't talked to in a decade. So they maybe, maybe they think I'm still, if living. They maybe some of them the, still think I'm living in California. If they ask you about the sports hole and how, what Maddie Goldberg is really like. Tell I'm just going to say Maddie Goldberg a is a Jew with a heart of gold and a 10 inch dog. Exactly. The heart of gold he won't let you get next. I'm sure to. a lot. I'm sure a lot of the girls at your high school be like, "Wow, what's it like being on a podcast with him?" Well, you know what? I, it's kind of I'm, intimidating. I'm, if I'm, I'm being very honest. down to earth. I'm very down to earth. Very yeah, down. Yeah, you're. Uh, you're That's because your dick hangs so low, <laughs> guys. So I watched uh, what I consider the ultimate Christmas sports movie, um, Rocky Four. Yes. Nice. Which yes. I feel this never gets brought up in Christmas movie conversations. It's, um, when they, when they are talking about the fringe ones that aren't don't revolve around Christmas but take place, you know, during Christmas. It's one of those dual holiday movies, like the Harry Potter movies work for Halloween and Christmas. Rocky <laughs> Four works for three holidays, in my opinion: Christmas, Memorial Day, and Fourth of July, and Boxing Day. And Boxing Day, of Maybe. course. Um, but fuck the Brits. It's whatever. really funny, though, like describing it. It's like, why do you describe Rocky Four? It's like a man leaves his family on Christmas Day to travel around the world and fist fight another man in Russia. Like, that's basically well, it's for honor the premise of, of it. Well, it's, it's to, uh, you know, he's got to avenge Apollo Creed's death, which is very painful to live 
over and over each year for me. Apollo Creed was one of the most uh, uh, very impactful movie deaths I've ever experienced. Yeah, it's very sad. I watched it way too young. I just wanted to throw in the towel every time. Mm. Yeah, it's sad. It's it's sad. I feel for his wife. I always think about his wife watching her her husband die in the ring. That mean Russian guy. She was supposed to be friends with Bridget Nielsen. After uh, after the fight, who who knew who knew twenty five years later Bridget Nielsen would be dating Flavor Flav of, of all types of weird. Do you guys uh, do you guys want to hear something sad? So there's someone always. I work with around my age uh, has no idea who Dolph Lundgren is. That's very sad. He's a, a treasure, wow. an international treasure. Yeah, I mean, I do kind of give that a pass because it is a very like the, the, Rocky was like big before I like. Rocky, the original movie probably came out before I was born. 79. Yeah, or the same year. So Rocky yeah. 4 was like in 88, and that was like a young No, kid. Rocky 4 was 84, 85. Oh, wow. Was that like, yeah. we went and watched that in the theaters too. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it was. So it I was saw Apollo Creed die movie. when I was like five or six, and I wonder why it was so traumatic. I also remember being afraid of Clubber Lang. I remember like going oh, to he was the scary. movies and seeing like the coming attractions. And it's like when you see the coming attraction, the jaws, and you you don't want to see that shark, and you like close your eyes. Clubber Lang, like beating the shit out of somebody, telling Rocky, "I want you next," was always really scary. It's it's really funny though too, because Rocky Four was almost like a sci-fi movie. They had a uh, robot in it. Oh yeah, it was way farther advanced than <laughs> any robots really were at that time. Well, and the- Paulie was basically having a relationship with the with the robot. Well, and uh, it it also predicted the rise of the Eastern Bloc boxer. And like Chris Rock used to laugh at that, like all these white guys fighting for the heavyweight belt. And then shortly after that, Vladimir Klitschko, the Klitschko brothers came out and started running the table. Now there's other big fighters. Well, there's also the two great montages. They, they, they like the movie's essentially an hour long. And then they, uh, they put two montages together to waste 15 minutes, I'd say. They oh, those about 10, no, they didn't waste no anything. time wasted. There's, There's no, yeah, no, those montages are awesome because the songs the, are the, awesome. Well, the songs yeah. are great, but no easy way out, burning heart. Yeah. I mean, fucking James Brown comes down playing Living in America while Dolph Lundgren's sitting there kind of scared, like, what's happening? Um, one of the, the best music soundtracks that, that's oh, something yeah. that's lost now too is there's no more great movie soundtrack there's no stuff there's no more montage as south uh, you know as I did in team America you need a montage man you know you got to show yeah. them getting a little better each time well you saw like the high tech robot computers that the Russians had and then you know Rocky just had like wood and yeah. running in snow and like carrying like do- like just sleds of shit, and then Dolph Lundgren had like the high tech operation, and it just shows it's not about the high tech stuff. No, it's about the heart. It's about your heart, yeah. It's heart of Americans. Yeah, there was a time where he was a hero, and now you he's he you could now make a case he was the bad guy for some reason. Wait, Rocky? Uh, well, history has changed in America, where you know guys that were once heroes like that or did something wrong you know yeah but what has sylvester stallone done like i get like hulk hogan's kind of an asshole but what's sylvester stallone done i don't know maybe like didn't call the guy by the right pronoun or something and now he's canceled i don't know (laughs) 
I'm delirious. Uh, I'm still on COVID. I'm sad about John Madden. <laughs> okay, yes. So I didn't even know this, but this yeah, must have broke while I was in the car driving over here. Yeah, but, it did. Uh, yeah. You know, I John saw John Madden died. 85 years old. You know where I saw him once? You'll never believe where I saw him in person. Where'd you, where'd you see him in person? At Strawberry Fields in, in Central Park. I'm walking through Strawberry Fields. And there he is on the phone. This is maybe 17 years ago. And he was like, I overheard his conversation. He was like talking about how he wanted to go to Strawberry Fields really bad. And he was a big man. He had big fingers. Oh, yeah. The biggest like fingers I've ever seen. Giant man. And here's my here's my favorite John Madden story because he did, you know, when you hear all these guys, they go like football guy, they say all that. Like he invented that. He was mm-hmm. the guy, like, I like the, you know, the offensive lineman. It's like a big slob that like, you know, he was all into those type of guys, the garbage pail guys. He was uh they were doing a Packer game. <laughs> Tony Mandarich, which was a a number a big pick for the Packers, Michigan State guy. He got a tattoo of he was one of the first guys to get a tattoo. So he had a tattoo on his arm of the appetite for destruction, Guns N' Roses logo, because he was such a fan. Uh-huh. So they were trying to figure out what his tattoo was. Because they're like, look at him, he's got a tattoo, and they're trying to read it. So it obviously says appetite for destruction, but John Madden has no idea of pop culture. <laughs> Guns N' Roses was only the biggest band at the time, too. So like the logo was like bigger than Nike. So John Madden goes, oh, it says appetite. He goes, you got appetite on your arm. You better have a big appetite. It was great. (laughs) But no clue about who Guns N' Roses was. Amazing. Of course not. Nor would I want him to know. No, I would would not want him to know. So happy that the guy got an appetite on his arm, like thinking that this guy had such a big uh, appetite that he put it on his arm. He's like he found someone to eat with, you know. Exactly. Oh, I can eat with that guy. Yeah. Um, I was I was on a road trip from LA to New Orleans and we we're stopped in this West Texas town called Van Horn. It's right when you cross um New Mexico into into uh and it's just like there's it's kind of a shitty West Texas sucks and there's nothing there except we went to this Mexican joint and they have this like wall of fame and uh John Madden's face was on there. And then he had signed like a a black and white photo of his face and was like saying, hey, these are the best burritos I ever had. And it's like you could t- it was like 20 years old. Like, you know how you go in those places yeah. and all the uh, <laughs> pictures on the, the wall are like fame, 20 yeah. years old. And yeah, sure. like but Madden, he didn't he was afraid to fly. So he'd always take like a, an RV or oh, a yeah. bus around yep. everywhere, you know, where anywhere he had to broadcast. So um, r- real interesting cat. Yeah. Man, yeah, he never like- liked to fly. And, uh, you know, he just captured the world with he was a great coach. But when I was a young kid, he was such a good broadcaster. I didn't even realize he was a, a, a football coach. I just thought he was a big fat guy that loved football. <laughs> I and mean, he, that's not wrong. No, he invented the the, the, the uh, like the chalkboard. When they do the chalkboard, he invented that. He was the first guy to do that. He was way ahead of his time. And. You know, of course, everybody knows him from the video games, but he was so good as a broadcaster. And Pat Summerall was very stoic, you know, and yeah. John Madden was more animated. And it's one uh, of the best teams of all time. Oh, just, sure. they, like Pat Summerall is trending together. right below him because people are so excited they'll be broadcasting in heaven now. 
Uh, yeah, probably they'll be or hell. The Super I don't Bowl know. And, and one, probably, of the great, one of the great lines is when he said that the 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 Patriots should uh, play for overtime in the Super Bowl two thousand one, and then when he <laughs> said Tom Brady's giving me goosebumps, like that was that gives me a chubby. Yeah, he'd be canceled for saying things like that today. Yeah. No, John Madden is uncancelable. I'm gonna stand by that. <laughs> I, you know, it sucks. Watch something come out now that he said. <laughs> he came out with a documentary on Christmas, and I fucking missed it. And I, it's gonna stream, but I can't wait to watch it. I was, well, what's I, what did it come out on? On Fox. You know who's having a really tough year though is Frank Caliendo. Uh, yeah. Gruden got taken yeah. off the board. Now Madden. Yeah. Got is. Is off the board. Who's who's he left with? Who can Frank Caliendo do now? Oh, he could do he could do impersonations of just damn near anybody. I was watching the Raiders game and and they were saying that that Derek Carr talks to John Gruden every day. Still, that is odd. That's not the person I would have thought that would still talk with John Gruden. I know it seems like they had a very love hate relationship. So it's very odd. Yeah, because they were all like there was always trade rumors looming too. Yeah, things like that. Well, yeah, enough. Frank Kiliando's having it rough. A lot of his guys are going down. The Raiders are having it rough too. You want you want to get into some NFL for those same reasons? Actually, the Raiders are doing good because well, no, they, they're doing they, good, but they like won two in a row, and, and, now, and now supposedly Wentz is going to be out, and uh, they they might face Ellinger, the rookie, and they're they might make the playoffs. Still, they're hanging okay. in there. Two wins in a row. Granted, not against great teams, but hey, a win's a win's is a win. Exactly. That's a tough division, though. Like, where are the Chargers standing? They're at the bot. They're at the bottom of the playoffs. They're like sixth or seventh, but very bad loss losing to Houston. You can't a beat t- a guy with a neck that long, though, man. A total parlay killer. Total. Every killer. every time he wins, his neck grows an inch. Yeah, like he's uh, you know, he's got to pick things off the tree with his mouth. Who's that, like Mike Lennon? Davis yeah. Mills. Oh, Davis Mills. Well, Mike Lennon's got the big neck. Nah, it can't oh, be yeah. can't be longer than this motherfucker's neck. Davis no, Mills Lennon, is insane. No, Mike Lennon's got the bigger neck. Maybe I like mean, bigger around, but Davis Mills is like a fucking giraffe. Yeah, I got. Looks like it if up. you du- if you dug up his bones, you would like call a scientist because it is freakishly long. You'd be like, this is the missing link. Yeah. So, but not even to an ape, to something else. Like humans evolved from uh, giraffes or something. You know. Are you looking up next now, Maddie? Yeah, I'm looking up Davis Mills' neck. (laughs) You're right, but Mike Lennon's got a weird neck too. Is it long or just wide? Yeah. By the way, I I hear heard a crazy stat: the the Notre Dame quarterbacks the last 24 games in the nfl are owing 24 oh now, boy you now, know why that's so impressive people... because deshaun kaiser started a whole season within that stretch i know he's owing <laughs> owing 14 and brady quinn i think is wow. eight. but that is bad oh jimmy clausen <laughs> i don't think he won a game no jimmy clausen was the last one that i think won one game oh boy that's bad. And I, they've had people that look like they were competent QBs that might have some luck, you know, in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but no. no. I think, well, I think yeah, Brian Ian Kelly's Book just pretty decent at getting night. the most out of an all right college quarterback. Yeah. Ian Book was very bad last night. I mean, to be fair, fifth. to be fair, his offensive line and like receiving core is decimated. 
Yeah. By the way, I have this. This the ceiling is so high on this Jalen Waddle. Love oh, him, dude. Love, I love him so much. I love Jalen Waddle so much. I mean, he is a wide receiver. He is what they call a WR one, like just the real deal. Yeah, he's so, amazing. So with this Dolphins win, and the Dolphins are now on what a seven game winning streak. Yeah, the first team in NFL history yeah. to lose seven in a row and then win seven in a row. It's incredible. Wow. Do you want to hear the dream Dolphin scenario, boys? Please, what is your dream? So we have to win next week against – basically, we have to win out in order to really make the playoffs. So next week against the Titans, really tough game. But it would be kind of nice. It would be winnable, and it would be nice to win over Ryan Tannehill. And then if we win against the Titans, we play the Patriots at home in Miami. If we Mm -hmm. win against the Patriots, we take their playoff spot. We would knock the Patriots out of the playoffs. So the Patriots. Patriots have to lose this week, though, right? Or I I don't know. I think if the Dolphins win, I'm not sure how that works out. You know, with the extra playoff spot that I love the NFL did, there's so many games that mean something, which they know is really smart. Because about 10, 12 years ago, when you get to the last few weeks, you'd get like one or two games that mean something. Now we have almost every game, there's something that they're playing for which is great. New England has an easy game this week at Jacksonville's in New England. So that's probably a win, but I'm saying it's a coin flip in Miami. If Miami has all their players ready to go, no COVID, they can easily win that game. Cause we would have the tiebreaker over the Patriots at that point. Yep. They're starting to feel the pressure. Like Mac Jones is having a great year, but he's starting to come back down to earth a little. They're starting to get exposed a little. So it's just uh, it's the perfect time to beat them. I thought one of the best things of the weekend was some weird lady somehow. Ran- Did you see she randomly asked Bill Belichick after a tough loss what his New Year's oh, resolutions was? That lady's got some balls asking that question. Did you see that, Luke? Yeah, I love that. That's always like reminds me of like when your wife comes in the room and starts yeah. talking about the game. Like she's like, what are they talking about? Are they talking about their feelings and stuff? No, or like, like no, after they're, a they're tough loss, a somebody asks you a tough question, like, "Oh, uh, how'd the game go?" Like, I my my older sister has a boyfriend, and he doesn't know anything about sports, but every Thanksgiving it's a tradition. I lose all my bets, and he's always like, "How you guys doing? You guys winning?" And he asks every five minutes, and it's just like, "Dude." Oh, he's great though. He's a great troll. Jesus fucking Christ. What the fuck? (laughs) Stop it already. No, he's funny, dude. He knows what he's doing. He's fucking with you. He's like, you guys winning? You guys look like you're losing. You guys don't look happy. No shit. I do love that there's is there only one AFC team that that's clinched a playoff berth so Uh, far? It's wild. Like, take like even the Bengals. The Bengals are are fucking feeling the, the the warmth of Christmas. They just killed the Ravens twice. They control their own destiny, but they have to play versus Kansas City, which is not going to be easy, and then at Cleveland, and then Cleveland has a backdoor chance to still win the division <laughs> because they play Cincinnati, so they control that game. They already beat Cincinnati, and they're uh, they have to beat Pittsburgh on the road on Monday night, and Pittsburgh is pretty bad. So, I mean, Cleveland still has a chance to win the division. They kind of control their own destiny if Cincinnati loses this week, which is very – I mean, Kansas City is red hot. And, and this is what Cincinnati does. They fucking 
they look like like they're on the a Super Bowl team, and then they lay an egg the next week. You can't figure them out. But uh, this is great for the NFL. There's great. There's so many teams. I'm looking through the games next week. I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six. Sorry to do this to you guys. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen games matter next week. Fourteen games. Well, what about Carson Wentz? He's in the protocols. He's unvaccinated, so I think they have even. He could uh, still play. He passes the test on Sunday. Um, That's what they say. He still has a shot. And then I heard there's a rumor they might be getting Philip Fudge and Rivers to come out of retirement. Oh, if they bring in Philip Rivers, that'd be amazing. That, that, that's the no word. way. You can't just I'm get off. You, your, that's the word. Stop coaching he, he, your son's team and walk. He knows in. the playbook. He knows he, the playbook. He's a type of guy like it's like a movie where he's like, you know, that that Navy SEAL that, you know, it's like one last job. Years. Yeah. They're like, hey. You have anything left? He's like, sign me up, motherfucker. Let's go kill some people. No, it takes a little more convincing. Like, uh, you know, Reich will have to fly into his to home. Uh, you know, come on, Phil. We need you. He's been like, I've been waiting for this call all season. Turned your back on me before. I'm here to make it right. (laughs) We need you. City, city of Indianapolis needs you. You know, so well, Philip Rivers is like the old seal bringing to come back. And then yes. I always, I always picture like Josh Johnson is just the mercenary of the NFL who you can just bring into any random team and he'll just fill the position. And, and, and yeah, you can say, get a Josh Johnson out of any vending machine. In any Josh Johnson plays very good this week. Up. It was, it wasn't the Ravens uh, offense that lost that game. It was their defense. He played very, very respectable. And, and how long he has would. he been with the Ravens though? Like he's been a with the Ravens of, for what? Like, like a few weeks. weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like a rented quarterback. He's like the ultimate backup, in my opinion. Guys, how, how worried are you that uh, COVID is is really going to play a factor in the last final? I mean, it's already is playing a factor. Well, and... it stinks. It's, it sucks because I was talking to Luke. I don't want to jinx his Wolverines, but you're one dumb COVID test away from losing. a. Really no, there's already player. rumors circulating like our starting safety didn't make the trip. There's because it's of pro- he's in protocols you know and, and he's he he's a he's yeah. like probably a first first or second day draft pick too um god it hate just this. sucks because yeah it's, it, it, it's you don't get these opportunities these opportunities don't grow on trees and to have like lose a big uh, like a superstar from covid is just really sad and it, it changes you know like these this next these few seasons will be the years of like well you won the Super Bowl or you won the national championship, but you know, a couple guys are out because of COVID. It did change things. Well, a it's, lot. It, the NBA is literally getting people from the street to go play yeah. basketball. I mean, they're digging deep into, yep. I mean, they've already set the record for different amounts of different players that have played this season and they're they like even not even halfway done. Yeah. They called yeah. you up. Yep. To take on Dwayne Wade's coming back to face you again. The LA Clippers were like, "You got any games left?" Like I've been waiting for the call season. Yeah, you're like the you're you're the anti Phil Rivers. You are waiting for that call. You want that call. (laughs) That's crazy. It's kind of fun sometimes, and it's not. But like I remember, uh, there was a great college basketball game, UConn versus uh, 
Would they play Syracuse maybe like 10 years ago? There was it was before COVID, but everybody fouled out. It was like five overtimes. I remember that. And was, yeah. And it was fun to see a couple of the walk-ons have to make some big shots, and that was like exciting. But you don't want it to come down to this. Uh hopefully by the summertime. COVID will will get back down again, but it could well, really impact just the today. The NFL put 106 new people in the, into protocols. Yeah, so the NFL so far in the month of December put as many players on protocol as they did the entirety of last year. So I think what's going to happen, and I think the NBA is already talking about this, is that they're just not going to test unless you have symptoms. Yeah. Because most of these people are asymptomatic. And if you think about it, what other job is testing asymptomatic people? The only people that should be doing that is hospital and nursing homes. Well, did you Uh, test me to do this podcast? I didn't test you. I just, uh, you know. I can't get a test. It's nobody in LA can get a test. I got a buddy. His girlfriend's got COVID. He's feeling a little sick right now. They're like, they're calling every place up to try to get tests. You can't get tests anywhere. Well, it's like, unless you plan on going out, then fuck it. You know, just quarantine anyway. Yeah, just quarantine. As as long as you're not, if you don't have, um, you know, bad, uh, underlying, underlying, uh, um, conditions then yeah and you if know, you can like get the time off work like if, we're, yeah. if you don't need to like prove it prove it to work like you just have you can prove that you have covid I, it is exciting though that friday is the uh the, the college championship games i'm i'm pumped yeah Luke, what do you want to do you want to make some sort of food for that yeah we'll do something man we'll uh we'll have uh we'll get some pizza or wings or whatever and uh, go to yeah. town man it's gonna be great and i like that it just starts at noon Oh, it's amazing. Oh, is that when the game starts? Yeah, uh, here here in LA, yeah. Um, oh, okay, we were, okay, okay, I was going to do something with Jim. Jim invited me, was nice enough to invite me for the Arizona Bowl, but unfortunately it got canceled. Which... No, the Arizona Bowl is on the... Uh... No, the Arizona Bowl is off. The Sun oh, the Bowl Sun Bowl is, is the one that's on. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Washington State versus Central Michigan, which I think uh, I messaged you about that, right, Maddie? Yeah, still I'm on very for excited that. to do it. Yeah, that's 9 a.m., California time. We're doing yeah, like a, me and my buddy Chase uh, from the gymnasium. We're doing like a Manning cast of the of the it. of the Sun Bowl. Oh, right we're on! Bring, we're bringing on so a new honored. guest maybe, every maybe quarter. I, uh, can I jump in? You yeah. can jump in with Maddie for sure. Yeah, come come <laughs> out, come over. We Luke, did that. Uh, we did that a few years ago with our friends that have another podcast. We did um, something like that. Man, the shit that was like six, Yeah, five six years ago. That was yeah. Uh, Rabble was coming. Rabble up then, was was an app dedicated died. just for that. And we did uh, yeah. we did like the first day or two of March Madness, and it was so much fun. We'll probably yeah. do something like that for March Madness too, where we'll just be bringing people on for a live stream. Oh, it's a, yeah. We had a rotating cast. Like I had been up all night because I worked overnight, so I was there in the morning, and then I like crashed out at like. It was a lot of fun. That's where I first uh, but, met Maddie, I think. Uh, was yeah, there. we met there. We, uh, By the way, I just want to say I want to break some news. Dana Holgerson is a 12-game winner at Houston as they destroyed the SEC powerhouse Auburn today. SEC. SEC. And the so, Birmingham ball. Before, before this Texas Tech-Mississippi uh, State game where one Power 5 team has to win, the Power 5 was actually completely defeated in bowl games. The, yep. Ace, A, the AAC and Mountain West – Went seven and one, and wow. they beat uh, Air Force. Beat Louisville today. By the way, I was yep. going to put a, a good fifty burger on the UCLA NC State over, but I can't because it got canceled. Unfortunately, Jim, how are you feeling about the uh, playoffs on Friday? You got any predictions? 
I'm excited. Um, I mean, it's hard to say just because of all the potential COVID bullshit. So who knows yeah. what's going to go on with that? But my my predictions is, uh, I hate it. I, I I hate having to use my brain for this one. My brain says it's going to be an Alabama victory and a Michigan victory. Yes. And, and that's my what heart, I'm going for. my yep. heart says, my heart says a Cincinnati victory and a Michigan victory. All right. As long as Michigan's I'm, I'm still in your heart. I actually. I actually, Luke, you're gonna like this. I uh, I took a little pretty penny and put a put a nice future on Michigan to win oh the whole thing. Oh boy! Oh yeah. Boy. You so, know, Stenson Bennett is is the big uh, variable because I don't believe in him. I don't think he's a big time college quarterback. He was a game manager all year. You saw in the game that he had to win. The one time he had to come back, he had nothing. I don't see how Georgia can beat Michigan. I also looked at their schedule. Most of their games that they played ranked teams were good and then became pretty bad. So we're talking about the Arkansas, the Kentuckys. They didn't really beat anybody that good. Like they beat Clemson. Clemson was not Clemson this year. So Georgia's, uh, if you look at their schedule, it's over. It's overrated. Michigan, I think, is going to win this game. I don't believe in Stenson Bennett. I cannot believe Georgia stuck with him the whole season. I just unfortunately don't see Cincinnati beating Alabama. I just think it's a depth issue. Too I just much think, powerhouse. Yeah. I just think like powerhouse. I think I think the best of Cincinnati can hang around with the best of Alabama for like a quarter or two. Yeah. But the depth that Alabama has is just too much for like these exactly D five teams to have. They just can't recruit at the same level. But it's, I do. I think Michigan wins, and I mean they're getting seven and a half points, even if you don't like a money line. Yeah, way too many points. Way too many points for Georgia. You got smoked by Alabama. I don't understand the the uh, the love for Georgia just because they had a a cupcake season. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of I mean Michigan beat up Ohio State and whooped the shit out of Iowa. And Ohio State was like number two in the country at that time. So yeah, it wasn't exactly. like you, you know. So I, I mean, know. I'll go over the teams that Georgia beat. It's not impressive. Clemson, they beat 10 to 3. Clemson was awful this year. They beat Arkansas 37 nothing. Arkansas was number eight at the time. I don't even think they finished the season ranked. Arkansas was pretty good. Arkansas was pretty good this year. Yeah. But to be fair, also as a caveat, Arkansas was coming off a game against Texas AM. Their quarterback was super injured and they had they were battling injuries that week as well. Yeah. And then the the next two weeks are the only other two games. The Auburn, they beat 34 10. Auburn's not beat, good. Auburn's and they beat not Kentucky good. 30-13, which who knows how good Kentucky is. I think they Kentucky's beat, decent, but I think Auburn's yeah. pretty bad. I so think Auburn's a bad team. after that? They beat Florida, who's bad. terrible. Missouri, bad. terrible. Tennessee, who's getting better. Not great. Chicago's or CHSO. What team is that? I don't even know what team uh, is that. Charleston Southern? Yeah, Charleston, Charleston Southern. Southern. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Georgia Tech. Didn't even know they had a football team. And then they lost to Alabama by seventeen. I'm not impressed. I'm not. And impressed that game was bit. worse than seventeen too. Like it it was. exactly. Not impressed one bit. By the way, I mean, could you imagine if Georgia, if Georgia and Alabama both won? Like, who the fuck would want to watch that? God damn it! I would hate blowout. everything It'd be so much. Stenson Bennett, by the way, says he doesn't care about what others have to say. Well, good. You shouldn't, but you still good. suck. Bro. I encourage him to get out there and throw some, throw some interceptions. You know. Yeah, go for it, my man. But I, I, I really like it. Maybe I'll throw some money. I'm bored tonight. Maybe I'll throw some money on Minnesota, West Virginia. 
I can't figure that game out either. Because Minnesota is good, but they laid some eggs this year. Oh, by the way, it was my it was my uh, holiday bonus I threw on Michigan, Luke. Just so you know. Oh. So. <laughs> well, you can take it out on Luke if they lose. Yes, I will. I will be perfectly neutral, and then if you take it out on me, I'll feel bad. So, yeah, uh, I would. I hope Michigan does it all. I mean, I, I'm taking one game at a time. So I'm bad. gonna. I'm not gonna pick anything after this week, but I do. I do think they'll win very yeah. easily. I don't even think we'll be that close of a game. I think they win 27, 13, 30 to 10, 30, 13, something like that. Well, I would just, say yeah. I'm going to say 24 to 17 Michigan wins. You're going to see how bad Stenson Bennett is, by the way. He is awful. Well, I can't wait. I, I've been really uh, happy with our D coordinator this year. So uh, hopefully the steal, can... by the way, credit, credit John Harbaugh. Yeah, forgive. He could use that guy because the Ravens are getting torched on D. He basically <laughs> said, "Hey Jim, I got this kid. He's he's not ready to be a defensive coordinator in the NFL, but take him. This kid's good." And Jim took him, and and look what they've done. He he he's been one of the best coordinators in the in the college football this year. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, fuck, if we would have had him a couple years ago, maybe things would be different, you know, like because yeah. the last defensive coordinator, he didn't make any adjustments. All he did was blitz the shit out of people. That was well, the Don worked. Brown method. Yeah, just and blitz it worked the fuck out of everything. It worked like the first year or two because we had like Jabril Peppers and some just amazing athletes that could, you know, sort of erase some of these mistakes. But once people got wind of that, they're like, okay, fuck it. Let's just do crossing routes and throw up the middle. And and then it was just ugh, getting thrashed. So it worked against, you know, teams we were physically superior to, but any team that had decent talent just fucking wasn't buying it. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, I don't think we get, we get, we didn't talk about old Jake Paul. I don't know anything about it. I didn't, even, I didn't even watch it, dude. I didn't. Even, I didn't <laughs> well, even he finally like knocked, someone out he knocked out tyrone woodley i'm still not buying this bullshit i'm still not into it he still hasn't fought a boxer he hasn't fought like one boxer yet i do like the like Le'Veon bell jumps in and he's like hey why don't you fight me and it's like Le'Veon, come on dude like come on Levian's a great businessman. Remember when he sat out all (laughs) well he (laughs) lost all that uh, money yeah with the buccaneers which is kind of funny yeah, he's like getting he's like getting pulled up from practice squads and shit. It's amazing how quickly you can fall in the NFL. It's insane. He's kind of like the Josh Johnson of running backs, but Josh Johnson delivers unlike him. <laughs> I will I will take umbrage on that because unlike Le'Veon Bell, Josh Johnson will play anytime, anywhere, in any and league. Win. In any league. He'll play in the AAF, <laughs> he'll play in the USFL, he'll play in the XFL. Josh Johnson's a legend. Look, Josh, what Josh Johnson's doing is incredible. People aren't giving him enough credit. He's the journeyman's journeyman. Because he comes in these games so prepared, too. Like, a lot of guys you see come in, they're not prepared. They don't know what they're doing. He was at the Jets system that's totally different than the Ravens system, and he played great on the Jets, his little cup of coffee there this year, and then he played great on the Ravens. So <laughs> I give him all the credit. You know who's, like, really making a bunch off of him is his realtor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you think you think he actually he just buys a home each time he plays four games for a team? I almost hope he does, but I don't think he's, <laughs> I honestly don't think he's made that much in the NFL. There's a there's a famous picture of uh, one time all these guys dressed up 
they wore all the Yammer Yager jerseys next to each other. Yeah. So I think he was on like 14 different NHL teams. You could do the same for Josh Johnson, like just Does, line them up. He, he's a product. Uh, he was uh, Jim Harbaugh's first big quarterback put out there at San Diego. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It all starts at the, the Harbaugh's. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Pretty much. All right. What else? Uh, what else is going on? Kind of a, a thin. Um... Well, the NBA uh, is still going. The NHL took a little break for uh, COVID. Uh, not sure to say much about the NBA. This is our last uh, last, uh, you know, podcast of the year. OK. And uh, like thank you to everyone right. that's listened up to this. Point. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Be yeah. Safe. yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. What is what, uh, what, what, is, what your... has been some of your favorite memories of the year in sports here? Oh, you guys are going to hate mine. I'd love to hear it, though. Jim, you want to go first or you want me to go first? OK, I'll go first with one of my favorite things. And the league itself was kind of gimmicky, but it was still one of my favorite moments. It's when. uh the fan control football league had their like night one and whatever. And Marshawn Lynch comes on to commentate. That was fucking amazing. That was amazing. Dropping F bombs. He was drinking Hennessy on stream. It was amazing. It was amazing. I kind of have more of a boring one, I guess is when Tom Brady threw that pass to Scotty Two hottie Miller versus the Packers. I thought that was a pretty cool moment. Um, I think watching uh, March Madness with Luke, even though our Wolverines lost, was really fun. That was a fun time. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, dude, I'll tell you this. Betting every single one of the first half unders in round one of the March Madness tournament and it hitting at like an 80% clip was Jeez. magical. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think another. I, I also got to say, I know this is like today, but John Madden passing away is – it feels like a part of my childhood is uh, or a lot of people's childhood has kind of a, uh, you know, it's, it's closes the chapter on his legacy. Cause he was that important. Yeah. Was, very true. That, and that amazing of an announcer and changing and groundbreaking. And uh, that's really sad, but uh, you know, it's uh, I wish I'd go to Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas years which sucks that was gonna be my next one maddie being in yeah. vegas for week one of right? the nfl that was how fucking magical was how, it was, how it was so being, amazing how great is being on an nfl sunday in vegas with all the maniacs screaming different it bets going on magical it's so beautiful it's so beautiful to see the like you wake up and it's because the game started 10 and guys at 7 a.m already have their chairs I like, love, like their... it's almost like you're not allowed in there unless you have a jersey too. Like you gotta oh, have yeah, you gotta have the jersey. Go in there. And then the guys that sit that are there that reserve the table at seven in the morning that are ready drinking. Yeah. Like you get up early and you're putting bets in because you don't want to you want to beat the line, and then you see people already sitting. Yeah. You're like, wow, that it's is like if you don't have heartburn by nine a.m., you're not doing it right. You know, exactly. Yeah. You gotta get in there. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think my favorite sports moment was uh, definitely uh, Michigan beating Ohio State. I mean, that, that was pretty wild. For a personal thing. I also liked seeing uh, Brady win again um, on a new team, you know, at you know, 60 years old. Uh, yeah. That's cool and inspirational. Um, 
I like there's this lady swimmer at uh, Penn that's breaking all these records. So I'm excited to watch her swim and uh, we'll just keep, oh, yeah. keep an eye the on little, her. Uh, the, what's the guy that from Baltimore, the great swimmer, Michael Phelps. Michael, yeah. She's the new Michael Phelps. Yep. New Michael Phelps. So uh, yep. it's a big story this year. Were um, none of your favorite moments involving the Olympics at all that I completely forgot even happened this year. <laughs> I was trying to think of, I was, thought i this was the oh. sh- like i usually get really into the olympics too and the i don't know about the that's because they couldn't have it, anybody at the fucking thing there it, was just it, yeah. nobody it there was, it's more known for somebody not competing and i'm not knocking simone billis because i almost got canceled oh, that's right you were you're but it, th- this I'm year's nice, olympics is more about somebody not competing than competing I mean, what does our country come to that we applaud somebody that are cowards as opposed to real fighters, <laughs> warriors like Jake Paul will That's take right. on anybody. Jake Paul should be an American representative <laughs> in the Olympics next year for boxing. Exactly. Uh, I wonder now he's probably not. He's probably doesn't have eligibility for that. I don't know. Um, Adrian Martinez might represent in boxing. He, uh, oh, he yeah. transferred to Kansas, State. Kansas, Kansas State. State. Wow. With his, with his girlfriend. But uh, nice. are you going to be devastated watching him suit up for another team? Is he for if, su- if he succeeds, I'm going to be very if I mean, he, that's like, got to be as close as you can get to like watching, you know, Tom Brady go to another team as far as college goes. I mean, if, a guy that starts oh. like every year and then just leaves his final if, year. If he balls out at Kansas State, I'm going to be so fucking upset. He's Why do you think he left? I mean, he he was probably he left because he, he probably wasn't going to start. Like it's, Scott really? Fox is probably it's like they're probably going to be going in another direction just because How does like, he have eligibility. How many years is COVID, COVID because like he this is his last year with the COVID eligibility stuff because you know, he you know what he kind of reminds you he, there's a guy on The Bachelor that keeps coming back named Blake. He's been on a couple seasons. <laughs> And you're like, this guy's back again. I kind of want him to have another year of eligibility just so you see him on another team. It, but my, uh, yeah. yeah, that that relates to another favorite moment is leading up to the Illinois game to start the season. The amount of hype that we as Husker Nation had, that was a good time. Like early, <laughs> early August was pretty nice. The preseason is, is where it's that's what I thought it was going to be like for Michigan. And then they just kept on fucking winning. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is I mean, hey, really Michigan, they, number one team against the spread this year. Michigan, oh, wow. They had one bad quarter. They really had one bad quarter the whole season against yeah. Michigan State. I mean, they had that game, and and they kind of let him off the hook. And sometimes you got to tip your cap to the other team. Mel Tucker's a good coach. The running back is, in my opinion, is the high. Well, second, you know, I I, I give an argument for Hutchinson could have been the Heisman. They never give it to defensive players, but he was just a terror. And and Walker the third was fantastic as well. And yeah. uh, you know, Michigan State was peaking at the time, and and. They only had one bad quarter, to be honest. Besides, you know what? The, the, the crazy thing is Nebraska game the second toughest game. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it was like the, the, the Michigan State game was good for us because we it forced us to make changes because we were st- kept stalling out in the red zone all the time. And then we've been great in yeah. that ever since. So what are you guys doing for New Year's? What's happening? Well, are you going to be here? Yeah, man. I mean people don't know that i'm staying literally next door to you so it's uh but yeah we'll um, hang out and do something if you're willing i mean to i don't really have any plans so i usually do nothing i i have you willing done... to leave if we find a, if we find a place to go to will you come with us well it depends 
If there's going to be some hoes there? Well, if, there, if, the, if there's going to be Dominican Republic hookers there, I will be there. But in, in, unless there isn't, I probably will not. If no Yamanika. No, uh, that's probably the highlight of the year was interviewing my buddy, Sean. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that'll, pretty good. that'll be released early next year-ish. By the way, Jim, uh, in part three, he, he admits to masturbating. He goes to jail because he keeps, he stops paying bills. Like he just, he goes to restaurants and he just can't pay the bill. And they keep arresting him. And he admits to masturbating in jail, in a Dominican jail. So okay. we do have that to look forward to. Oh, fucking K. There we go. Yeah. Just did you yeah. see the video? I, did I send you the video of Dom Cruz? You what did. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> my uh, my New Year's tradition is just um, I'm going to I'm going to go grab a nice expensive cigar. Uh, I'm going to go sit in my hot tub and just fucking light it up and live it up. That doesn't sound very cool, Jim. It's very relaxing. <laughs> it's very relaxing. You're just saying you're going to relax. That's it's very I mean, You made it sound folks. very dramatic. Though. Like, no. I'm going to sit in that hot tub. And I'm going to sit in that fucking hot tub. I'm going to light up that cigar. The, the thing and I'm is, too, is like, with the football games on New Year's Eve, if they're intense games, like you're you're drained after them. Especially if you put money on it, it is weird that they're on New Year's. Like, my tradition used to be, I used to, like, yeah. towards it used to be before, New Year's Day. Yep. Well, what I would do, I used to get drunk on New Year's Eve day and then go and then be passing out at like 10. Then I wake up at like 7 a.m. and start watching bowl games. Yeah, because yep. in L.A., you can do that. I go right over to the bar and then yep. then really ball out again. But now everything's broken up and New Year's Day isn't even super great for I mean, apart from the Rose Bowl, I'm not sure what other uh, great games there are. Even then, like there's so many like I, I know. We've talked about this before, but like opt outs galore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ohio State games. is a bunch of them too. I mean, they, they, they're like, still I think loaded. two of their wide receivers are opt. Yeah, Alave and the uh, other one that's great. I mean, I'm yeah. looking at the games on New Year's Day, and like you know, Oklahoma State Notre Dame is interesting. Iowa Kentucky kind of Ohio State Utah is kind of interesting. Baylor all miss, but there's nothing that like just like you just have to watch. Why did they yeah. put both playoff games on New Year's Eve? I just think they don't want to compete against the, the, the traditional New Year's Day games. I don't know. I can't answer that. But they've been doing that for a while now. This yeah, it's kind of weird. They could have just had them on New Year's Day. and then They could have had one of them on New Year's Day at least. Bitching, you know, bowl day like back in the day when the bowl games were amazing on on. January 1st. They also figure the games are at, well, the, the Michigan-Georgia 7.30 eastern time so they figure by 11 the game will be over and you can still celebrate if you want to celebrate i'm not a big new year i get very depressed on new year's eve really cool maddie i can't wait to hang out with you i always love it because it's like a nice little reset i get to be like oh yeah now i'm actually back in shape i'm feeling good (laughs) man you don't need no fucking lady maddie you got us at the sports hole that's true that's right well i'm excited to be on the thing uh it's uh it's I'm figuring out. I'm, I'm figuring out which quarter I'm, I should bring you on. Which quarter do you think you want to be on? It doesn't matter, but I, I'm very honored. I feel like it is a Peyton and the Eli Manning thing, and I'm like some sort of celebrity that like everybody's excited to see me. Which quarter do you think you should be on, Luke? I what, mean, what, I, what quarter I, screams Maddie Goldberg? Oh, I think I think <clears throat> I think first quarter because uh, you know the teams are settling in. There's not a lot of excitement typically. Um, finding their rhythm 
And then you need the hijinks of one Matty Goldberg to uh, entertain the crowd while uh, the teams are getting warmed what, up. What, what, so this is the Sun Bowl? This is the Sun Bowl, <clears throat> Washington State, Central Michigan. Ooh. Chippewas. So Chippewas. Central Michigan was supposed to be in the uh, Arizona, Arizona Bowl against Boise State. Yeah, because we were originally going to do that out. one because yeah. me and Chase are big directional Michigan school fans. Nice. Yeah. They're the, they're the only uh, one of the only schools that kept their actual Native American name, too. Yeah. The uh, Eastern Michigan was the Hurons. Which oh, that that's so much cooler than the Eagles. Yeah, they the, but that was only about 10 years ago. I think they changed it. By the way, what um, I'm really sad about, I would have asked to be on halftime with the other game because uh, they were going to have Creed was going to play. I know. Like, and I was really looking forward to seeing Creed. Scott Staff doing the uh, his uh, 20 years ago, he did the, the Thanksgiving with the, you know, the people flying around in the background oh, so and very, good. very dramatic. I do uh, think it the- is. I do think it is substantially a bigger payout for Central Michigan than the Arizona Bowl would have been, because I think the Arizona Bowl would have been like four to five hundred thousand for well, the school screwed, i think screwed. the sun bowl i think the symbol is like 1.4 do you million. think uh dave portnoy is just gonna go to tucson and have scott stapp sing for him just personally no because he's There's... not gonna go to georgia michigan because he's a <clears throat> michigan guy and uh now he doesn't have to be in arizona oh he was, yeah he, he was he did like, say they were refunding everybody at least yeah they also said if you bet on one of the teams in a three-team parlay you get that as a win that's very oh, friendly to the game. Only through the Sparstool Sportsbook, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> now that's through Caesars. No too. promotion there. All, yeah, Caesar, yeah, Caesar's got it too. <laughs> all right. Uh, anybody else got anything to add on our final podcast of the year? No, just happy new year, everybody. Be safe. I think we should all have one resolution. <clears throat> okay, Jim, lead us. I am going to try and drink less beer and drink more seltzer. Why? Because seltzer is delicious and it makes me feel happy and beer makes me feel fat and bloaty and like throwing up in death. So it's a caloric thing? Yeah, it's mostly a caloric thing. They both get you really drunk. Also, seltzer generally has higher alcohol content and it's just it's smoother. Okay, Maddie. My goal is to probably cut down on the edibles I take at night. I love them. It's amazing, but it does cost me money every every two weeks. I'm blowing like 90 bucks on edibles. I mean, if I don't do that, I could save $180 a week. But I love it. I love getting high at night. I love the feeling. So it's, it's going to be You can't get high like with a pen or anything? 180 bucks a week? That's all. No, every, so- two, every two. Everybody, it's kind every, of a waste if you're just Every two and a half too. weeks. Every three weeks. Have you ever yeah, tried doing I, it with just CBD? It doesn't work. I need to oh, be high dude, that's what I Because I use CBD and it knocks me right out, dude. Well, I need to be high as fuck, unfortunately. You oh, you combine sucks. it with melatonin? That's what I do. It knocks me Yeah, out. I combine it with melatonin. But uh, I want to cut down a little. But I feel so good. That's the thing. It's like I feel like a million bucks. I just I just laugh. I just sit there laughing for an hour, and then I fall asleep. It feels great. Well, but I, I, I also know it's a it's – a, you want to cut down. Texas Tech just scored 21 to 7 over Mississippi State. Oh, SEC. I, yeah, SEC. The SEC. The SEC sucks. Um, but no, they don't care. They don't care, guys. Sorry. They don't care. Oh, that's right. They don't care unless it's for the championship because, you know, yeah, apart from or, or when they win, they don't care. They don't care. Right. They win. The, yeah. I've got a buddy that'll come out, you know, he'll 
climb out of the woods when uh, the, an SEC team wins or a Big Ten over a Big Ten school, but then he's all quiet the rest of the time. This kind of shit happens. Uh, okay, so that was your resolution, Maddie, was to stop eating as less, many edibles. As many edibles. Cut down. Cut down. It's, cut down. it's not very clear, but we're I not guess... quitting. We're just no, cutting it's, he's, down. he's moderating. He's moderating. Well, Maddie, what, what are you going to do instead? How are you going to sleep instead? How are you going to silence I, the lambs? What I'll, what I'll do is I probably will stay up for like three days straight until I get tired enough that I can change my body cycle. But I, I if I don't take anything, I probably won't sleep for days. I can go like 72 hours without sleeping. If I don't take anything tonight, I won't sleep. Okay. Just the way it is. All right. We'll see. Um, my resolution, I don't know. I want to do a little more production with this show, I think. That's what I want to do. So look forward to more production with this. I'd show, also like to go on a date with uh, uh, Margot Robbie. If she's, if she's looking to go out with me, what do you have to offer her? Uh, you know, very uh, sports knowledge. Oh, yeah. by the way, uh, by the way, Maddie, before we log off, this has nothing to do with the podcast or anything like that. Uh, yeah. When we log off, they're reshowing the Madden documentary on Fox sports one. Oh, what time? Right, right now. Oh, shit. Awesome. Okay, I can't wait to watch it. All right. On that note, uh, everybody, thank you again for <laughs> thank uh, you so much with for us this uh, inaugural year for the Sports Hole. Uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. See you next year. Right. And uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. See you next year, bitches. Yeah. Have yeah, a great New Year's and uh, take care. Peace. Nobody Peace. die or, or do. Yeah, I don't know. Don't it's die. Fine. It's fine if you do. Wow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.